Welcome to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On The Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Success Scenario. This week, I am joined by... Bonnie Gopal. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So talk to us. Is this your first time in college? No, actually. Kind of a funny story if you want to hear it. Yeah, of course. Um, I went to college for the first time. I went to MSU when I was 17, right out of high school. I lasted about half of the semester <laughs> and then I quit. And then I tried to go back a couple years later and same thing happened. I was there for half a semester and yeah, didn't make it. So then about 10 years ago, I applied at Grand Rapids Community College and I went to their orientation, but then I never registered for classes. So historically, college has been like a huge failure for me. <laughs> okay. All right. So kind of college, kind of not student coming in and whatnot. So what year are you in here at LCC then? That's kind of a complicated answer. I started here <laughs> in fall of 2021. Okay. So I've been here since then, but I'm I'm a part-time student, so mm -hmm. I'm not taking a whole lot of credits at a time. Sure. So you have life outside of this? Are you working, family? For family, I have two sons. One is 19, and he's moved out. He lives in Florida, actually. The other one is 17. He's still in high school. As for work, I actually just got hired. I'm not allowed to talk about it because mm. uh, I signed a confidentiality thing with my cool. employer. They want to be the ones to announce it before I do. Sure. But yeah, I, I'll say that it's under the marketing umbrella and I'm really excited about it. I start next month. That's so exciting. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah. Is that like a full-time type gig? How are you going to navigate maybe doing that and being a college student? Because you've done both. You've done being a college student then you've done like work life, right? Because you come in with experience mm -hmm. and things. How do you think you're going to yeah. do both? Um, well, I guess we'll see, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> oh, okay. No. Really, I, I like to keep busy. I've actually been on disability since 2005 for a physical handicap and mental illness, both mm -hmm. of which are like totally resolved now. But I've been filling my time with a lot of volunteering. So I like to stay busy. I think it'll be it'll be really good once I'm working full time and doing classes. I won't have a lot of boring downtime. Cool. That's exciting. What are you studying here? So if like you've kind of done the college path and it was like, eh, it didn't work out at different points. What changed your mind and what is the thing you're maybe going for right now? Well, in 2019, I opened my own business. It was a little cosmetics company. I manufactured and sold handmade color cosmetics. It was a ton of fun. It was so much fun. Um, I did everything from product development to logistics and labeling, and it was a lot of work. I initially applied to LCC because I wanted to take some business classes to make sure I was doing everything for my business properly. I didn't have any goals at the time for my education, I wasn't trying to get like a certificate or a degree or anything. I took intro to business my first semester. And it was in that class that I kind of zeroed in on marketing. And I was like, wow, that's really fun. That's what I want to do. So that's kind of what I've been pursuing. That's my major now. And I'm getting my marketing CA at the end of the semester. That's awesome. Congratulations for that coming up and being like, I'm not sure. And then picking your way through things. That's a very yeah. interesting path that you went. Mm -hmm. 
have you thought about your experience overall? This is not like a Yelp review for LCC, by the way, but like what, <laughs> what, what's been your experience like coming to a different college and like trying to navigate what that looks like for you as a person, having a family and, and now being the future full-time employee as well? Well, first of all, in, in the beginning, I was terrified. I was like, I have not had success with college before. Mm -hmm. This is, we're just going to try it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. But I really got to pack the success coaches on your backs because let me tell you how helpful Larry has been to me. <laughs> he has been like such a good cheerleader and it's like his confidence in me built up my confidence in me. It's been so great to be able to feel like I can do this, you know? He lights up the room when you're definitely talking to him. And if you've ever met with him on campus or even if you're talking to him online or things, the rooms that we meet in, like they're well insulated and we can't hear each other but i can definitely hear larry laugh from another room so i can tell that like someone's really having a great talk with larry that's great to hear that you've had that experience he's fantastic can you walk me through what it looked like for you figuring out that you should try college again i know that the prompt was for a business and what you wanted to do mm -hmm. navigating what that looked like how do you bring yourself to it especially if you were like I don't want to do this. What was that for you? Well, I feel like once I started taking the classes, I kind of discovered that I really enjoyed learning. I had a desire to collect the knowledge. And that, I think, is what made the biggest difference for me this time. Not to mention I'm 41 years old, so I'm a non-traditional student. This is different for me than going to college when I was 17. I feel like I'm just a lot more ready to absorb the knowledge. And that's what's kind of pushed me. How did you prioritize yourself as a student mm -hmm. to become successful? So if you started in, I'm not sure if this is me or education, I'm just here for my business to try to get some expertise. How did you go about setting yourself up for success? You kind of mentioned Larry as well, but as success coaches, we're trying to teach you to like a reference that I use with a, a student in a different episode was tie your shoes in a different way. So it's going to take time because you have this muscle memory and maybe that's not the most successful for you long-term walk us through how you became successful as a student. I would say I didn't really consciously prioritize myself. Honestly, I think what happened was I learned a lot from being handicapped physically. So I guess I should tell you that story. I was born with a serious pelvic deformity and I've had 13 surgeries on it now. So it's been kind of a big deal my whole life. Wow. Yeah. Um, the doctors told my mom when I was a kid that I would probably never walk right, and it was a degenerative condition. So as I got older, even though I kept having surgeries and physical therapy, it just kept getting worse. So I kind of accepted that decline, and I spent several years using mobility aids. Like I had a cane for a while, and I had a wheelchair that I used. But my last surgery was in 2020, and I had some really great physical therapy after that. Since then, I've been walking unassisted, and I feel pretty awesome. So I feel like being able to overcome a serious physical handicap with a terrible prognosis kind of showed me that I'm capable of a lot more than I think. So now I'm kind of all about challenging myself and seeing, you know, what's possible. Wow. I'm sorry. That's like affecting me personally. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> How has your family been receiving that and knowing you in this way and now you're nope, I'm on my own. I'm like, this, <laughs> I don't want to say different person because with people with different abilities doesn't mean that they're different. You're doing you and there's not these other aspects in the way that you function day to day life. That's 
completely altering. Um, my husband has been so supportive. He's kind of seen this as an evolution. He married me when I was on disability. He saw me when I was not doing well and I wasn't walking right. And he's seen me through a lot of the surgeries and just been really supportive. And I think that's what you really need. You need a good support system in your life if yeah. you know, you're trying to accomplish things. So making yourself into a successful student is very just low bar for you of what you've probably overcome <laughs> from what you've overcome. Like that is amazing. Thank you for sharing. So yeah. that was right before you started as a student. Sorry, I'm trying to like timeline yeah. overall of like you went through this and then student or you did this while you were a student here at LCC. It was just prior to applying to LCC that I started walking unassisted again. So I think maybe that kind of gave me a little push. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, if I can do that, you know, why can't I try this? Were there certain tips or tricks or other things that really changed how you were able to prioritize your time or what you did? Because again, you're not just a college student, your mom, wife, like you're doing all these other things in your life, mm -hmm. having a social life, all these other things. How did you manage to fit it all in? Because for a lot of people that are returning students, they're not sure how to put it all together. It can be a really complicated puzzle. I think that kind of goes back to, you know, in the beginning of my disability, I was also struggling with mental illness. Mm. And one of the things that really helped me kind of recover from that was keeping myself busy, making sure that I'm filling my time and filling mm. my brain mm -hmm. with things that are productive and constructive. So I, I like having a full schedule. You know, I, like I was saying earlier, I volunteer a lot in my local community. I've been doing that for a long time and I just keep adding more things. One day it'll catch up with me. I'm sure. <laughs> you can't be stopped. That's awesome. That's so cool. So in your time here of being a student, what's something you're really proud of overall? I have a few little achievements that Ooh, are kind of fun. Like, um, it. Yeah, I got to be student of the month. Um, mm -hmm. I am vice president of the Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society. Oh, awesome. Um, Madam Vice President, I was not aware. <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing for me. Um, <laughs> I, I ended up winning second place in the state writing competition. Oh, my gosh. Um, through the Liberal Arts Network for Development, I believe is the name of the organization. Wow, congratulations. But, um, yeah, thank you. That was really exciting. Mm -hmm. But I think more than like the silly little accomplishments, I feel like overcoming anxiety about taking in-person classes with a bunch of people half my age, mm. being able to be helpful to my classmates, making friends, and being an example to my children. Those are the things that I'm really proud of. I'm going to ask for you to elaborate a little bit. There's, <laughs> there's a lot that you put there, and it's amazing that what you've been able to accomplish and do when you've put yourself and your mind to it, you've just not been able to stop for sure. The anxiety of doing the in-person classes, because regardless mm -hmm. of the age aspect that you mentioned, a lot of students have that coming out of pandemic, still being in things, right? Making sure people are being safe, smart. But then also, what does this look like? How do I make friends here? What does it look like? How did you go about navigating that and figuring that out for yourself? You know, sometimes we just have to do the hard things. Okay. And that's kind of what it was for me. I was really anxious about it. I talked with, you know, my success coach about it, mm -hmm. that I was anxious about taking an in-person class, but I didn't really have an option because um, mm. the class that I needed for my certificate was uh -oh. only offered in person. Oh, but, okay. you know, like I said, just sometimes we got to do the hard things and that's what I did. Can I ask a little more in the aspect of you said the age thing and yeah. <laughs> not talking about you with it, but many of the students that I work with, I work with students that are dual enrolled high school all the way to like 
I work with someone who's 66 years old. And the point of this show and doing this is to talk about your experience and share and also show to other people your experience is very similar for a lot of different students. Maybe in that classroom when you're in like 25 people and you feel like the oldest person there, it can seem like you're the oldest person there. That's how it is for the whole school. But many of the people I've even interviewed on this show have been your age, if not even older, for sure. How did you work through that or move on past that? Well, I bought some new clothes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I can't wear this old lady stuff to school. Oh, no. Oh, it's okay. looking so weird. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, part of what helped me was the fact that my in-person class had only eight students in it. And I think that's one of the benefits of attending a small community college, mm -hmm. that the classes are not humongous. So it's yeah. a lot less intimidating once you actually get in there. So that helped a lot. And I tried really hard to not be afraid to speak up in class. I feel like participating in class really helped me get more comfortable with it too. Sure. That makes total sense. I can imagine that people don't want to be the know-it-all to stick out in class in general, <laughs> regardless of what movie stereotype you've seen or things you've experienced. And then adding in there being like, oh, I'm the adult here. <laughs> and I relate more to the instructor than I do with my peers. But also you're here for education and right. like you're paying or someone's paying or scholarship or other things are paying for you to be here. So you should probably get the most out of it while being here. The way I usually try to turn it with students that are uh, my age and other things, I go, take your age out of it. If anything, you shouldn't be an embarrassed because you're you're the adult. Dang it. Right. You're the person <laughs> like you're past that teenage stuff. Right. <laughs> I know well, we're ideally. not in a fake made up world of Dustin for sure, but that's a lot to try to navigate in general. You should be really proud of everything that you've definitely accomplished while being here. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. And I feel like, like I said before, being hungry for knowledge mm -hmm. is really a good driving force. You mentioned scholarships and this is what you're paying for. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think regardless of who's paying for it, just wanting that knowledge is really important. I'm not a parent. I don't want to ever act like I'm telling other parents like how to do stuff. I would never be that. But I try to use that guilt a little bit on parents that are giving me some resistance sometimes when working with them. And you came out and just straight up said it. I want to be an example for my kids because I try to say like, what type of parent do you want to be? I use that in a talk with a student earlier today and they just look at me and they're like, you get a little teared up and they're like, that's not fair. I'm trying to show that. And I was like, I know what you want. Let's help get you there. And I mean, that's really powerful. What you said overall of setting that example. Talk to me about what you think that means for you. Both of my children have had kind of non-traditional educational journeys. And I feel like for them to see me take a non-traditional educational journey shows them that they can do it too. You can go to college when you're right out of high school, but it's also okay to go to college when you're 40, 50, 60. Yeah. There's no timeline on personal development. And I think that's what I want my children to see. Yes, 100%. It doesn't matter because anytime I talk with someone, regardless, they're like, I'm too old or whatever. The student I was talking to today is around my age. I'm 34 for reference point. And they're like, I just don't know. This program is so long and all these things because they're going part-time, they're working full-time, they're mom. And when I've talked to them, they actually express their passion. They're like, they want to do nursing and they're, they're totally qualified for everything that they're doing and they're going to be able to get in. They'll, they'll do great. And I know that. I'm like, okay, the four to five year trade-off that you might have to do of really grinding like you have been, which is a lot. And I can only imagine how much longer are you going to be working for? 
30, 35 years. So you're going to trade that many years to get a way better paying job, benefits, retirement, like all these things, depending on where you work. It's never too late to start if it's important to you. And that trade-off is huge for how much longer you're going to be doing stuff. It's going to work for you in your benefit. That's yeah, absolutely. That's always the way to go. If you were to tell first semester self, knowing what you know now, what would you say? You know, I was just saying the other day that um, if I had told Bonnie 15 years ago what Bonnie 2023 was doing, mm -hmm. she would be like, whatever, you're lying. So I think what I would tell <laughs> my first semester self is don't be afraid and shoot for the stars. Mm. Because even if you don't make it as far as you want to, you're going to get something out of the journey. Mm -hmm. And there's no harm in trying. Yeah. You'll find out if you don't like it. And that's okay, yeah. too. I worked yeah. with a student the other day that's like, I'm taking this Python class, which is a coding language. And they're like, I hate it. I'm doing okay, but I'm just like, it's not me. I need <laughs> to change my major. And I was like, cool. Doesn't mean you failed. You know, you don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I mentioned my business and that's why yes. I actually started at LCC. Mm -hmm. I closed that business at the end of 2022. And it wasn't because it wasn't successful. It wasn't because it was sad. It was just a fact that my goals kind of evolved in a different yeah. way. And I felt like, you know, this business was really fun and it served mm -hmm. its purpose for me. Yeah. But now I'm ready to move on and do something that I'm even more interested in. Has that always been you? Are you good with moving on to the next thing? I like to jump from shiny thing to shiny thing. So sometimes me staying consistent is more my issue. But some people especially tie their identity to like maybe something they started. I wouldn't say that I'm non-committal, but <laughs> I, I do like to jump to different shiny things. Sure. I feel like, you know, at this point, I'm getting a lot better about it. And I'm feeling really good about the career that I'm taking on. Yeah, I think of course. it's something that's going to last for a little while, which is sure. going to be awesome. Yeah. Or maybe a long while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. What would you tell others that are maybe thinking about starting or coming here to LCC or even coming back after some time, maybe like yourself and thinking, I don't want to start over. I listened to the podcast you did with Chrissy. Uh oh. Um, yep. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> both parts of it. I listened yep. to both parts of it. Yeah. Um, I thought she had a really great suggestion to not start off with all core classes, mm. but to take something that you're, that you're interested in right away. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did kind of by accident. Oh. And it turned out awesome for me. Yeah. So I think that's a great suggestion, but also everybody's different. And we should all take the path that works best for us. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, it's okay to go to college right out of high school. It's okay to go to college at whatever age you are. Mm -hmm. I think what it comes down to is you have to be wanting to learn things. You need a genuine desire to learn. If you have that, you can do this. I want to ask you this question. It's related, but I've had this talk a few different times. If it's something you're not interested in and you're taking a class that is required, maybe something that you have to do. I feel like the common one is I hear the words dread and math put together constantly. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm hitting on something for you. All right. How do you take that desire to learn towards something that you're, I, I don't desire to trigonometry. Like, how do you put those two different apples and oranges and whatnot together? Or how have you? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> you're like, I don't know how I did that. And that's okay. Yeah, we don't talk about math very much in this house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of a sore spot. Okay. okay, okay, fair. But I feel like, 
you know, if I'm setting a goal that I want to get my associate's degree, mm-hmm. I've got to take a math class. I've mm-hmm. got to take some science classes, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. There are things that I might not enjoy. Sure. What has helped me is the fact that I've gotten all of these classes that I'm interested in a lot. I've taken most of those. And to get to the end of the line and get my degree, I have to take just a few more classes. And maybe they're unpleasant, but I'm so mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would be so sad to just not do it at that point because I'm yeah. so close. Yeah. This is coming from the person that repeated math more than once because I just wasn't handling and doing things correctly. And I was like, man, if I don't this time, like, but I don't know. And I don't want to do it again. Yeah. I saw that LCC has a program where you can do a math refresher course. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And then you can improve your score on the placement test. Mm -hmm. Yep. So So I think I'm probably going to try that. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So what you're referencing for people that not aware or not a part of the LCC community, uh, math refresher courses and placement tests. Placement tests help you if you help us choose the correct level classes for you, not because we're saying you can't handle other things, but we know that if students take this placement test and they get this score, they'll be able to do well and then pass and understand the subjects because overall, we don't want people failing. It doesn't look good on us. You don't like it. We don't want people having debt. It doesn't look good for either of us. We want you to do well. Sometimes that means people have to take lower level of math than they really want or they need for their degree. But then a math refresher course is just something of, hey, let's clean the cobwebs off of this. Let's look at something. It's only a few weeks, if I remember correctly, from my understanding, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't talked about it with the student in a while. So you're you're refreshing me about the math refresher course right now. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. But really get you up to speed so you can go take a standardized test. If you haven't done that in 10, 20, 30 years, that can suddenly be, yeah. oh, wait, this this test decides who I'm going to be. No, that's not. We want you to do well. Subjects, we get better at understanding how people learn math and we teach it in a different way, which can be frustrating for certain people. if They've learned things a certain way. Okay, so are you going to take summer classes? Is that something you're looking at? I did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I'm kind of undecided, possibly. We'll okay. see. It depends yeah. because I'm starting the new job next month. Yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm not sure how much that's going to take out of me right away. Good. I, I'm not turning this into an informal coaching session, but <laughs> if, if you've already taken one, you know, they just move a little bit quicker because the summer's a they little do. bit shorter. And it's not that you can't handle it, but that's still the same amount of work, but it's in eight weeks or 10 weeks versus 16. And it can be a lot if you're Mm -hmm. doing other things and having a life. And I don't know, want to go outside. I'm not saying don't take summer classes, but rationalize and try to understand what makes the best sense for you and your life and everything. Yeah. Last summer I took seven credits and that was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Larry told me not to, but I did it anyway. (laughs) I wonder why Larry would have told you that. (laughs) I wonder why. So for everyone that doesn't know, you don't have to meet with a coach or listen to us sometimes. And we always, in my mind, have the best view of the path forward for you. So, so we're not doing that again. (laughs) Okay. Larry was right. (laughs) Okay. Um, But things worked out well. Yeah. I still made the president's list. I still have a 4.0 GPA. Nice. Love that. It was a lot of work, but I... (laughs) I got through it. <laughs> for sure. Um, so what's future for you? I know you're looking at this job. You're going to be graduating. Is more mm-hmm. education in your future? Or is that kind of, hey, I'm hitting this point. Still need to figure that out, maybe long term. Yeah, I, I do kind of have a plan. I'm going to keep going to school as long as I can. And 
kind of in the far future. I'm feeling inspired to maybe like teach marketing at a college level. Really? Um, okay. I've had some really amazing instructors here at LCC, mm -hmm. like Jonathan Albrand, Brenda Brown, Dan Mulligan, and just seeing those guys teach their classes. I'm mm -hmm. just like, that looks like so much fun. And I love the subject material. So, you know, maybe that's something I'll work toward. That's so cool. Definitely ask them for extra credit because you did a shout out for them, you know, like positive, <laughs> positive rate my professor review. Just kidding. Um, no, that's super awesome that you feel that passion to try to teach and inspire others that actually care about the subject, whatever that is. That can be a lot overall. That's really awesome. Yeah. Another thing that really helped was I met with a career counselor at okay. LCC. Yeah. And I went through like their testing and got, mm -hmm. got the recommended careers back. Mm -hmm. One of them was teaching, which okay. I'm not great with children. So I figured teaching at a higher <laughs> level would be better. <laughs> okay. And then the other one was actually the career that I'm going into next month. That's so, awesome. So I think the career counselors are really good because they can help you with that direction if you're not really sure where you want to go. And that's free being a student. That's not some extra yeah. fee or anything. You get to just do that. Super awesome. I do think it's funny because I think when we mentioned the word teacher, I think most of us, me and you were like, oh, that's like younger kids. Right. No problem, right? That I like working with college students. That's why I work in college and other things. But also in your mind is like, oh, wait, this can be like people like my age or other college students and more adult oriented individuals and realizing, oh, this is a different career path that maybe you hadn't considered before at all. Yeah. What is something that you want to leave us with? You mentioned a lot of great things, a lot of challenges and growths and a lot of things that you've really overcome. So what's something that you want to leave us with overall, something that is important to you in general? One of the things is probably that LCC has a lot of resources that I don't think a lot of students take advantage of. Mm. One being the career counselors that I just mentioned, success coaches, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of like clubs and organizations you can belong mm -hmm. to. And I feel like getting involved in those things gives you even more motivation in your educational journey. Mm -hmm. It helps to, uh, to be involved in things, to know that you're not just learning things, you're connecting with the community. Yeah, for sure. Being part of the community in general and recognizing that's part of your identity. Students, yeah. in my experience, don't fail out, fail a class and leave. Um, they leave because they feel like no one really cares. So having that connection or finding those other peers, I think is super pivotal. I agree with you. Yeah. And I, I have felt from the beginning, like the LCC cared about whether I failed or succeeded. And I'm like, if somebody's caring whether I'm going to fail or succeed, then I'm going to succeed. You've definitely proved all of us right, wrong. I don't, I don't know which way you're proving. <laughs> you, you've you're done it, whatever way that we want to talk about proving and what that looks like. So overall, thank you so much. And we'll end up talking to you later and seeing you across the stage here soon. All right. Yeah. I'm going to walk at commencement in May. I'm excited about oh, that. That's so awesome. I'm super excited. I will most likely be there. I'll make sure to grab a photo or something like that. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot, Justin. It was really nice to be part of this. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the success scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The success scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. 
Until next time, success starts with you.